0: I prefer film. I like months to mold a story into my preferred shape, to manipulate with light or reconstruct with editing. I like takes, a few chances for my actors to find their best. I like time. Theater is immediate. With a movie, I'm bringing something to life. With theater, it's breathing on me. It's already alive. I know it takes months, sometimes years bringing a work to the Broadway stage so I respect the process and appreciate its rigors but the experience is very different from film and I prefer film but from the moment she steps on stage this understudy something kindles inside of me at first it's merely a flicker of recognition not that I know her or have seen her before I recognize this Feeling of finding something unexpected and exceptional. Discovery. After a while, beauty blurs. In my business, you've seen one pretty face. So, for me, a well-constructed face doesn't necessarily hold my attention the way it did when I was younger. Surgeons can construct a great face. Beauty can be bought. This? What she has, what she does... It's not about beauty. She's attractive, I guess. Even under the thick layer of stage makeup and the wig and the costume, there's an arresting quality to her. I mentally strip every performer when I meet them, remove the makeup, costume, whatever identity they've assumed, to examine what lies beneath. The bones under the skin, the soul under the flesh. It's a knee-jerk response after years of casting for movies. I automatically disassemble them into their smallest parts. Even when I'm not working with an actor, I assess them to see what's there for me to use. There's so much here. If she were a room, all the windows and doors would be flung open.
1: A chair scraping across the floor catches my attention. Wright's friend has finally come inside to join us. The table shrinks immediately when he settles his imposing frame into the seat beside Janie. He peels the hood away from his head, and I bite off a gasp. It's Canon Holt. Like, the Canon Holt. The director, I and probably every actress at this table and in this dining room would sacrifice a pinky toe to work with. Cannon Holt is at my table, sitting across from me. Takira's expression doesn't register this massive earthquake of a revelation, but she kicks me under the table and hisses from the corner of her mouth. Did you know? I pretend I need to reach for something on the floor so I can whisper back. Do you think I would have kept my shit together this long if I knew? True, true. Takira casually glances up from her menu and smiles in Canon's general direction. But he's not looking at her. He's studying his screen. He's apparently in an exclusive relationship with his phone, and no one at this table tempts him to stray. Which means I can look at him. Good. God. He's not that handsome, but that's irrelevant. Some might even call his features examined on their own unremarkable. They'd be wrong. It's a maker's sleight of hand. Now, God knew this man did not need lashes that long and thick, a paradox against the hard high slant of his cheekbones. Cannon hasn't looked twice at anyone here as far as I can tell, but I've stolen enough glances to know there's a fathomlessness to his dark eyes that is arresting. His unsmiling mouth is wide, the lips full in the blunt elegance of his face. A five o'clock shadow licks the ridge of his jawline. There is a geometry to him, angles, lines, edges, that disregards the individual parts and illuminates the compelling sum.